This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. The United Arab Emirates, celebrating its 49th National Day. The next 50 years starts here. Happy UAE National Day. Happy UAE National Day, the 49th National Day for the UAE, a place we all call our home. And the UAE is very deeply embedded into my heart. I may not be Emirati or my blood is Emirati, but my heart and mind is Emirati. Hope you guys are having a wonderful National Day right here on Future Talk on Pulse95. We do have a jam-packed show for y'all. And beginning, we're going to be having a competition, ladies and gentlemen, for a chance to win 300 Dumbs voucher from Charger Co-op. We're going to do a quick little competition. And I do want you guys to tune in and text us in at 4215-DOT-SALAT and do have our text lines open and text us in the answer when we do mention the question. So you do need to keep Pulse95 locked. We're going to have a live in-studio interview with Aisha Awais, who is a research assistant in the Meteorite Center at Charger Academy for Astronomy, Space Sciences, and technology and talking about the ongoing project that the UAE Meteor Monitoring Network. Very interesting stuff to talk about. Also, we do have an interview with Nabra Al Busaidi, who is a sustainability and community manager at Kafu, and talking about the Ghaf tree project, which does plan 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 to plant one million Ghaf trees right here in the UAE. A lot of things going on today on Future Talk, so keep Pulse 95 locked because we're gonna be right back and you do do have a chance to win 300 dirhams. The United Arab Emirates, celebrating its 49th National Day. The next 50 years starts here. Happy UAE National Day. Yes, indeed. Happy 49th UAE National Day. It is a great day. In the UAE is December 2nd, the UAE's 49th National Day, inshallah, towards the next 50 years. It is Future Talk, ladies and gentlemen, where we give you everything that's happening in space, the tech world, telephones, gadgets, whatever you want that has a computer in it, we're talking about it. And today we are talking with Aisha al Awis, who is a research assistant in the Meteorite Center at Sharjah Academy for Astronomy, Space Sciences and Technology. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Now let's kickstart this conversation by asking you about the U.S. space agency, NASA, and how it does call the low Earth orbit as the space junkyard. Now, what is these space debris kind of composed of? Well, when it comes to space debris, they're made of um, two, let's say, we can distribute them into two parts. The first one is man-made debris. Mm. The second one is natural debris. So when it comes to man-made debris, those are like um, satellites, remnants of satellites, uh, materials of uh, spacecrafts, rocket boosters, and systems that are not functioning anymore. When it comes to natural ones, we're talking about meteoroids, which are fragments of asteroids, or they could be smaller pieces of uh, cometary materials. Amazing. Now, scientists and researchers have increasingly voiced their concern about the growing threat of space debris. Why is it important to monitor space debris in the UAE sky? 
To begin with, we monitor space debris, specifically meteors in the UAE sky by establishing the UAE Meteor Monitoring Network Project, mm. which is funded by the UAE Space Agency and operated by the Academy. Mm. So um, the network is consisted of uh, three towers distributed in different locations of the country. The first one is at the Academy, the second one is in Al-Yahar and Al-Ain, and then the third one is in Liwa Abu Dhabi. Mm. And the purpose of that is to monitor meteors specifically from sunset to sunrise every day in the UAE sky, mm-hmm. then analyze data and so on. That is amazing. Now, I do, I, I believe I read a couple of months ago about how space debris is becoming an issue, especially in space. And we're seeing SpaceX and Elon Musk was talking about that as well. Now, how often do meteors fall in the UAE and do they pose any risk to us? Well, um, when we say meteors, they are small in size, Mm. so they burn up in the atmosphere as they enter the Earth's atmosphere. Mm. But there's something that we call fireball. Fireball is usually bigger than a meteor, so it has more chance to not burn up completely and land on Earth. Mm. In that case, we call it meteorites. Mm. So as of September 2018, that's when we started the project, we Mm. have observed more than 25,000 meteors. And a smaller percentage of them are fireballs. Mm. Some of them land on sea and some on desert. And this is actually what determines if we can um, track their uh, path or not. And if they do fall, what do you do? Well, yeah. two things. The first thing is when they fall, when after detecting or observing those meteors, we analyze them using certain pro- programs. We analyze those videos and pictures. And it provides us with some maps that can help us do extra calculations Mm. that will help us approximate the possible landing location. And then a second unit in the Meteorite Center, which is known as the Machine Learning Unit, helps us um, scan an area in the desert and find those uh, meteorites. Amazing, amazing. I do like what you guys are doing. Now, what is the scientific importance that meteors do hold when they are collected as meteorites? Because obviously you guys are kind of uh, having your eye on these meteors for a reason. What is the importance of it? It is important to know that meteorites or meteors before they enter the Earth's atmosphere, um, they are considered to be the oldest record of the solar system. So they are, um, they tell us about how the solar system formed. Uh, They tell us about the elements that were there before Mm. Earth was there, before we were there. And hence, by studying them and analyzing them, we know about the materials that were there before the formation of the solar system. Amazing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into space a little bit more with Aisha Dawes. But we did tell you guys there's a 300 dirhams voucher from Sharjah Co-op. And the question is, to win 300 dirhams, is what is the biggest emirate in the UAE? Our text lines are open. 4215. Do text us in. Uh, during the show, we will announce the winners. So keep Pulse95 locked because we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. United Arab Emirates, celebrating its 49th National Day. The next 50 years starts here. Happy UAE National Day. The celebration does continue right here on Pulse 95. We do have Aisha Dawes in the studio right now talking to us about meteorites and kind of tracking them. Very interesting topic, but don't forget, guys, we are doing a competition to win 300 dirhams voucher from Sharjah Co-op. And the question was, what is the biggest emirate in the UAE, our text lines are open, 4215 Do text in for a chance to win 300 drums. We will announce the winner later in the show. Welcome back, Aisha. 
All right. Now, talk to us and go back and talking about how do you use machine learning when it does come to meteorites? Well, uh, there's a subfield of machine learning called deep learning. This um, technique utilizes something called neural networks. Mm. Now, those neural networks in deep learning was inspired by the networks we have, the neural networks we have in the human's brain. Mm. So what happens is we develop an algorithm using that and then we train it on a data set. The mm. data set is uh, basically a collection of meteorites. And on that, I'd like to say that we have the largest meteorite collection at the academy. It is composed of more than 3,000 meteorites and 8,000 other objects, which um, include something mm. called tectites, which is a combination of mm. meteorites and um, rocks sampled together. Mm. So uh, after training the algorithms on the data set, there comes the testing mm. phase. With the testing phase, we deploy those programs on a small computer, which is hand-sized computer. And then that computer, along with the camera attached to it, is carried by the drone. Mm. We set the path of the drone in a given area, most probably in a desert. And then that drone, along with the small computer, which has the brain, um, scans the area and then it looks at the objects and uh, tries to identify them if they are meteorites or not. So by that we narrow down the list of, for example, 20 possible meteorites to be to 10 possible meteorites to be, which facilitates the process for us. Yeah, that's it. Do you guys like wear protective material when you go in the area where the meteorite has fallen? No, not really. Is it, is it like the movies, like they have that hazmat suit on and they go in or is it not? <laughs> no, no. It's not. It, it is much simpler than that. And um, on that, um, we see that the majority of meteorites fall in desert locations. How can we tell? Uh, before determining where a meteorite has fallen, first of all, we have three towers, as we mentioned. Now, in order to identify where a meteorite has fallen, first of all, we need it to be big enough, a fireball. Mm. And we need two towers at least to observe the same meteor. Mm. Um, the Liwa Tower, compared to Al-Yahar and Sharjah, observe the most number of meteorites or meteors compared to the other two towers, specifically more than Sharjah. Why? That is because the tower in Sharjah is located in the university city yes. and hence light pollution is a big reason behind the no low number of meteorites or meteors in Sharjah compared to uh, Liwa. So, so we could see maybe in Maleha uh, meteorites falling? Yes, you can see it wherever you go as long as you're away from city lights. Uh, so I wasn't imagining when I would see things fall in the sky. Because <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I saw something. I saw a shooting star. That's <laughs> how we like, commonly call it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, oh, a shooting star. Oh, by the way, uh, we're in December now on the 12th, 13th and 14th of December. And specifically on the night of the 14th, meaning 13th night, we will observe the Geminides meteor shower. Mm. Um, Geminides refers, refers to the constellation Gemini. Mm. So at that time of the year, uh, in about two weeks we will observe um, a large number of meteors coming so if you want go to the desert on that day to observe those shooting what, what, stars. What timing? After 9 p.m. 10 p.m.? After PM? midnight preferably. Yeah after midnight and obviously you don't want a lot of light pollution so you can see yes. them falling down. Yes. Amazing. Now 
I, I, I find it very interesting talking about uh, about this, and, and I'm really invested into the, the, the technology and space, and I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm very big on aliens, right? Okay. But the question is, in your opinion, mm-hmm. how does the UAW encourage students to explore the space sector? Well, now the UAE has many institutions related to space sciences, space mm. technology in the field. On school levels, we see that there is often competitions which give students the chance to come up with something, come up with a project that can be utilized for space exploration. And uh, sometimes they do for them training programs. Uh, they teach them how astronauts uh, live on the International Space Station. And when it comes to university levels, for example, the University of Sharjah is now offering for the first uh, semester, now is the first semester, masters in uh, astronomy and space sciences, which is great. So if anyone is hearing us and would like to know and apply, they can go to the university's website and apply there. Amazing. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Aisha, always, for taking time and coming on the UAE National Day. Happy 49th National Day to everyone celebrating it right here in the UAE, local and expats alike. Again, we do have a competition going on to win 300 dirhams from Sharjah Co-op. Our text lines are still open for 215 Do text us in. The question again is, what is the biggest emirate in the UAE? Thank you so much, Aisha. You're welcome. Thank you. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.